0: hey everybody welcome to the sharp tongue podcast i'm your girl Jessie Mae peluso back from lefkata greece in your ear on a friday morning good morning to you podcast is back alive and ready to thrive for you guys this week is another recap of my greece trip and we get into some other fun stuff about personal growth and all that jazz It's not a Dr. P episode, it's not a Grief Survival Guide episode, it's an OG episode with the one, the only, your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jessie Mae Peluso. It's a personal... comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me hello hello it's me let me get a little cleavage for anybody who cares just enough Just enough to let you know, I know you're watching. There we go. Let's get it right in the right place. Boom. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am back on home turf. I had a 20 hour travel day yesterday and am adjusting to the time change, which do we really need time change? Can not everyone just agree? on one time and you deal with the lighting. Can't we do that? Can't we all agree that the Pacific time zone is the one that everyone adheres to. And you just have to deal with 8 AM being dark where you live. I have gone the longest without smoking marijuana. I didn't have a joint for 30 days. And you know I have all of my loosey-gooseys in my house here. You know, I've got ashtrays all over the house. And just I'm, 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 I'm never more than a phone call away from Mother Nature. I keep her very close. So this will be... I, I did smoke a little bit last night. And shortly thereafter, I had one hit of a blunt and I passed out. And i don't know if it was a combination of being exhausted from traveling if it was the marijuana or therefore both all i can tell you is mama passed the fuck out so we're gonna do a little scoochie maguchi right now it's been a minute it's been a minute since i've done girl was on hiatus anybody who's a girl fan of the podcast with Carly and I, you will be getting a refund from this past month because we had to go on hiatus. Deuce had to go on hiatus. I definitely underestimated the ability to be able to be in Greece and do three podcasts and a full show, not just from the schedule commitment, but from the electrical commitment in in the island of Lifkata. I think they have one outlet and they didn't have enough energy for my podcast. So here I am. Let's have a little. I don't know what this is. Something I left in the jar in the ashtray for myself. That's nice. I really missed it. Gotta tell you, I really fucking missed it. But hey, a tolerance break is a good, good thing too. You gotta take breaks from everything. You gotta take breaks from your regular, your regularly scheduled program in order to appreciate the programming. Sometimes you have to step away from it all to get a good gander. You need to really take a step back and look how you live from the other side to see if it serves you and then adjust accordingly when you step back into it. That's not to say if I could have found joints, I wouldn't have smoked them because I would have. But I couldn't find any weed in Greece, And I really was starting to lose hope. I'm not somebody who loses hope. You guys know. I'm an eternal optimist. I am not somebody who loses hope. Well, your girl was starting to lose hope in Greece. And we were at this restaurant in Lefkada called Oasis that overlooked the Mediterranean. Beautiful view. Delicious food. And I thought, these, these waiters gotta know. These waiters gotta know about a little Mary J. How are they not gonna know? You're gonna tell me there's goats and, and feta cheese and not one damn bushel of cannabis I don't fucking buy it I don't buy it so I asked one of the waiters I said hey can your girl get a little little bit of the jazz cabbage here in Lafcada and he goes hold on one minute you make a good review It's my terrible Greek accent you make a good review on Google and we give you weed and I was like that's a fucking steal of a deal Yannis. you've got it Stavros fucking fire it up let's fire up that blizzy i'll leave you a a a review that that deserves a Nobel peace prize is going to be written so well i'm going to leave you a review that they they think goddamn abe lincoln wrote was he a good writer i would have thought so wasn't abe lincoln a writer i have jet lag don't don't check fact fact check rut row it's gonna be a doozy folks so he goes to get his weed and I proceed to write a stellar five-star review about this restaurant and to be real I would have written it anyways the food was delicious we had the modest those little vine leaves we had fresh fish is it one thing about fish picking out those little bones I got to say you got to be real fucking hungry and the fish better be real delicious and even then I feel like such an alley cat scooping little slivers of of fish bone out of my damn teeth it is not enjoyable experience i'm not a stray cat why am i eating like this why am i scooching out fish bones i'm not a surgeon what are we doing here why am i here Uh, so that being said whole fish is delicious but it's a fucking laborious Meal and if I'm hungry, I am hungry the last thing I want to do is work to get my food. I just want to shovel it into my mouth. But the whole fish was delicious. We had Greek salad. I had a Greek salad every damn day, I have to be honest. I have to be honest, honest I had a Greek salad every fucking day. I turned into a goddamn tomato in Greece. We also uh, Greece loves fries. They fucking love fries. Fries come with everything. You want a whole fish? Side of fries. You want Greek salad? Fucking side of fries. Deal with it. Here's a little dash of American for you. Try the demolies. Don't complain. So I would have given this place a five-star review regardless. It was that delicious ambiance, the view, the food, the service, but that's all he wanted for payment. I'm here for it. So I wrote my review. I even added a really cute photo of myself. Oh, she's cute. What was she trying to do? She trying to flirt with somebody? Oh, she's showing a little cleavage? I see you. I see you searching for Stamos. What are you trying to do over here, girl? You're just over here casually laying in a hammock, putting this photo in a restaurant review in case Stamos stumbles upon it when he's on vacation with his lovely wife, Caitlin, and their adorable son, Billy. What are you doing? He comes over, and I wish I would've kept what he brought me, the Whedon, But I can just tell you just the same. It was a folded up receipt, like a folded up menu receipt. And inside of that, I can only describe to be what looked like, um, someone had scissor cut either oregano or basil leaves. And I was like, did this motherfucker just go in the garden and slice up some leaves and put it in a damn, in a bill? <laughs> this ain't the most Greek way to get weed. I don't know what is. He handed, and let me tell you, it was a, it was a scrimping amount. It was like the amount of salt you dash on a baby's eggs. I don't know if babies eat eggs, but if they ate eggs, this is the amount of salt you'd put on it and that was the equivalent of the size of the leaves that were scrimpled into this folded paper <laughs> you know i took that shit though it had already been three weeks sans sativa and i was like i'll take it i put it in my pocket my makeup artist and girlfriend nia was like that's oregano we didn't get weed we got greek oregano and I said, bitch, it may it may be, but we're gonna smoke it either way. And we're gonna go on this journey together and fucking find out. So I saved the joint for the last day and I had to mix it with some C B D. Now you can buy C B D in Greece, which is interesting. You walk right into these little stores, you need some C B D, choo choo choo, go ahead, get yourself some. Live your life. But you can't find marijuana anywhere, I asked. Bartenders, I asked. Servers, I asked. Yayas, casting spells in the streets. I asked everybody. The only one who gave us was the waiters who handed us a folded up piece of paper with a on inside. I'm also having a beer. This is a good way to get rid of jet lag. Nobody show this to Dr. Daniel Ahman. He will not be happy one beer okay so having that month three weeks off i was like i'll smoke anything we smoke it on the last day and i had to sprinkle it in with a bunch of cbd and re-roll it so i basically rolled an oregano sprinkled cbd blunt it wasn't bad gotta say it made me relax for that four-hour drive from from lefkata to athens that's what we had to do My makeup artist Nia came with me and we had, on our last day, had to travel via car from Lefkada to Athens to fly out. And all in all, the travel day wasn't that bad. The airports are packed. That's the one thing. Everyone's, I feel like everyone's scrambling to make up for the few years that we've been cooped up. And the few years we haven't been able to travel which I totally get, but fucking stay home, fucking stay home. It is for the birds. But we were lucky enough to travel in a little bit of style. We did have business class flying back from Athens to Los Angeles, which if you can afford it, it's fucking worth it. Your body will thank you. We did. And, 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 and that means, that means we drank Rose all day, 7 a.m. There's no 7 a.m. or p.m. in the airport. It's, there's no time. There's, it's just zero o'clock at airports. And so we ordered rosé on a 7 a.m. flight and proceeded to drink it through the entire flight. Yes, we did. And I will not, no part of me will apologize for that. (laughs) I also drank a bunch of water. Did I, I don't even remember if I lit this. Did I light this? We're going to light it again. I don't remember. Drank a bunch of water. We flew KLM. Pretty great airline. They give you cute little houses. They give you these cute little KLM houses that are recreations, miniature recreations of actual landmarks and homes in the Netherlands and um, I just randomly picked one it was a Heineken brewery I was like woohoo! how are you girl that's my favorite one of my favorite beers Heineken when I used to bartend Heineken was my go-to it just is a smooth operator smooth as ice and I loved Heineken light So I felt like it was very fitting that the one little teeny miniature KLM house that I chose happened to be the Heineken brewery. Let me go get it for you guys. One thing I regret not doing is setting up my Thrive Box for when I got home because the last thing I want to do when I get home from a trip is frickin' grocery shop. And you can find all your grocery items in one place at an affordable price. It's almost impossible now, isn't it? right? But with Thrive Market, I can get everything I need and more. So much more. Thrive literally has everything from pimple patches to to blueberries. (laughs) You can shop on everything from a health pantry essential, sustainable meat and seafood, to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. And Thrive will match the price if you find it lower elsewhere. They carefully vet Every item so you can trust it if they sell it is probably the highest quality available, truly. Obviously, how can you thrive if you don't have quality? You can find everything you need. It's so easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what you're looking for. Shop by what you eat and what matters to you most. With over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. So if you're looking for plant-based, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, come through. Thrive Market has it for you. It is so easy. And when you join Thrive, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members sponsoring a family in need. That's so awesome. Do you guys realize that? You are joining a community of 1 million members and you're also sponsoring a family in need. I needed to repeat that because that is just amazing. They have fast and free carbon neutral shipping and you're also bettering the planet. There's so much to be grateful for. So much that makes Thrive cool as a company and makes it really affordable and super convenient. You guys can join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. Come on. That's Thrive T H R I V E Market.com slash sharp S H A R P to get eighty free dollars in groceries. Do it. Go to ThriveMarket.com slash sharp T R T H R I V E Market.com slash S H A R P to get eighty dollars in free groceries. You're freaking welcome, everybody. Who's who's better than you? Who is better than you? Well, When you're thinking about you, if you're somebody who's dealing with issues with their hair, you're not alone because 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. And if you're among them, no, you're not alone. And there's a solution you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth. Girl, let that shit grow long and thick and beautiful and cover your scalp so you can whip it back and forth. It supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. Are you ready? Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. They do this through whole body health. They have three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum, because you know that ish is real, and menopause. Two things in life you know nature must be a family member who's mad at her other female family member for making us go through it. But that's the reality. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective doses. So you get the most reliable results, the effective doses. So you get the most uh, in a clinical study. 86% of women reported improved hair growth. And after six months, hello, those are some real numbers y'all. Those are some real legit percentages. 3,000 plus top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. Listen, you can grow thicker and healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutriful.com and entering the promo code SHARP to save $15 on your first month subscription. And this is their best offer anywhere and it's only gonna be available to US customers for a limited time plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Use promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. Listen, as someone who knows, healthier hair growth takes time. You gotta be patient, but you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. Let's do this. It's gonna be a hot girl fall and winter Get started now, and by wintertime, you'll have long locks in the eggnogs. Eggnogs and long locks. Let's do this, Christmas. Mrs. Claus better watch out. We're coming for her husband. <laughs> Look at it. How cute. So this is the Heineken Brewery, and this is some motherfucker's house. And so you can start to collect these, and you have a whole town of houses from the Netherlands and... I think they're all actually Amsterdam specifically there's liquor on the inside, which is a lot like the house I grew up in. So I think we talked about it on the last podcast, but I have an addition and I'm very excited about growing my homes (laughs) about growing my homes. I, we will be back to a regularly scheduled program on the podcast and we are getting a new studio. I'm getting a new office. I went and looked at it with my assistant Debbie today and we're happy with it. So we're going to be ha- we're going to have an office to record from and we're going to have a studio as well through Cloud 10, which you guys know that this podcast is now on Cloud 10. And all the things are happening. It takes a while to put things in order. Sorry, I'm, I'm knocking the whole studio apart here. It takes a while to get things in order it takes a while to start to get your ducks in a row and make some real changes and start to achieve your goals and now things are starting to culminate for me and it feels amazing I'm sure you can hear in my voice that I am exhausted and I never like to say that I never like to complain when I'm re- performing or even show any sort of sign that I am feeling a certain way, because you guys are here for a good time. You're here to listen, to escape, to learn, to whatever, avoid your relationship, whatever you're, whatever the reason is that you're here, you're here not to hear me bitch about how I feel and how tired I am. So I'll spare you that, but I'm sure you can hear it in my voice that I am not my normal energy level. But here's a thing that I was thinking about while I was working this past month. And I was very lucky with how everything went down, but even at my most tired, I felt energized. And it made me think about my time with Tony Robbins and my time at his seminar. And I've spoke about it on multiple occasions. But he tires you out purposefully during his seminars where you're there all day long. You're jumping, you're exhausted, but you aren't. You're, exhaust- you're exhausted, but you aren't. You're exhausted, but then you realize you always have this reserve and you find a way to access your reserve, even in your most tired state. So I-, I say that all to say that we are all human. We definitely have limits, but your limit is so much further than you believe it is. Your limit is so much farther than you can ever imagine. And I'm almost at my limit. (laughs) I'm almost there. But I think it's mainly jet, 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 jet lag, jet lag. Who? Jet lag. Almost there. Did I even light this? I have to light it again because I don't remember if I did. I think I did. We're going to light it one more time for good measure. Did I? I think I did. We're good. Um, There's so many things I want to tell you guys. Okay. uh, We talked about uh, searching for Samos. Oh, there was this guy at the Greek bar I was going to. Greek bar. I mean, at the bar in Greece. And it was this little place called Apico, which was in the town of uh, Porto Nikiana, where we were staying. And this guy was like, I, I don't know how to describe it but his neck he had like a snake neck like normal people have their head on top of their shoulders this guy's head came down over his shoulder his 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 neck took a took a heart was like a one of those hairpin turns on a mountain that's what the shape of his neck was and he was sitting on the edge of the bar smoking his cigarettes and he just looked like this old greek fisherman and i was at the bar with my handler it's talent gets handlers so especially in the COVID time so they know that you're not doing anything wrong here i am with my handler at the bar when i should be in a quarantine but you know that's the that's the effect i have on people so this guy with his right i can't even even with like the most massaged body my neck wouldn't even be able to get in the position this man's neck was in and we started talking a little but obviously there's a language barrier but he was also wasted but he was trying to sound, he was sounding obscure on purpose, I think, to try to sound prolific, but it really just sounded like a drunk meandering of thoughts. And he said to me, Do you know who you are? Which is a pretty profound question. If we're open to have a conversation about it, it's a profound question, and it can be a very profound question. I said, do I know who I am? He goes, yes, do you know who you are? Through a Greek accent, yes, do you know who you are? Which is not Greek. And I said, yeah, I have an idea of who I am. And he and he goes, you don't know who you are. And I was like, well, damn. And I had already had a little bit of alcohol myself. And he said something that I had to really think if it was prolific or alcoholic and he said something like, if you have to ask for yourself, you don't know yourself. If you know yourself, you don't ask, which is almost there, isn't it? It's almost, it's almost a really profound statement. You're almost like, oh, like the first part starts off encouraging. If you have to ask for yourself, you don't know yourself. It sounds like it could be something like you know on an instagram post that felicity put up and then the next slide is her organic grass-fed hummus raspa and then i was looking at my handler and i was drunk i'm like wow this guy is fucking wise and she's like he's just drunk i'm like did you hear what he said if you ask for to yourself you're never gonna answer in the you ask yourself and she's gonna say no it's a pretty deep question and then it got me thinking how this guy must use this on women to make them think he's like the, you know, modern Socrates and modern Souvlakis. And regardless of what his goal was or what his intent was, which I'm a pretty good reader of people. I do think he wanted to sound profound so that we were intrigued. And if he keeps it vague, he never has to divulge into the thing he he himself doesn't understand because it's bullshit he's pulling out of his Greek asshole in the first place. But got me thinking about something deeper about knowing thyself and knowing yourself and what that all means. And I came to the conclusion that I hope I don't ever really fully know myself. I hope I haven't discovered all of me yet. I'm only 39. I'm just getting to know this version of me now. And I'm discovering new things about myself every day. I think the journey of a human being is to constantly discover themselves. I think the purpose of existence, the purpose of existence is to be in a perpetual state of learning and unlearning yourself with an emphasis on unlearning yourself because most of what you've learned is just that learned behavior that other people have learned and so it's not even an original thought it's a borrowed idea that was taught to somebody else so essentially we're all carbon copies of somebody else and to unlearn all of that is when you start to really meet yourself And it's such an exciting place to be. It's so interesting to witness yourself as this person from the past who did things based off of what they were taught by other people who did things based off of what they were taught by other people and so on and so on. And to come to a place where you realize that and to be able to witness it and separate yourself from it and start to step out into the world under a different narrative. It's really powerful. Three of the most powerful words I think anyone can say is, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a powerful statement. I just don't know because the more we admit we don't know, the more we're open to knowing a real truth and discovering a real truth. There's real value in the humbleness of knowledge. Not just the hunger for it, but being humble to knowledge and being humble to revelations about yourself and behaviors that you've learned that aren't even yours. And once you step away from that, once you step away from those learned behaviors and realize you don't have to abide by those rules or those laws, those doctrines that were dripped onto you from other people who have been in traumatic scenarios and were raised under a traumatic umbrella, then you can really start to be freed of those ancestral shackles that we all have. And it's really, I think, humbling and I feel so grateful to be living in a time where we can have these conversations and understand that. Obviously, we've been a curious creature pretty much from the start that's why we've evolved to what we've evolved to so i'm sure these conversations and maybe even more profound or profound in different ways were had by socrates and aristotle and you know the modern the the ancient philosophers but to be able to live in this time where we are open to the idea of healing ourselves healing ourselves of our learned traumas is a, a really amazing place to be that's what i'll say And, and now I want to bring your attention to a doll that I forgot to show you guys from last week. (laughs) You thought the dolls were gone? You thought we were done with the dolls? Oh, contraire, my sweet pair. We are just entering dolldom. And I don't, and here's this one, just a travel pack. What the fuck is that? What in the, what in the loneliness to go is going on here? Can you imagine this being in your carry-on? What would you do if some man—of course, I just assume a man is going to travel with this doll. If it's a woman who travels with this doll, we we have to question her. She might need to be locked up. If it's a man, we got to check this—the the the search history on the laptop because my man's got a disassembled doll girl in his carry-on and. I don't know what in the jet blue is going on here, but I smell danger, Batman. and I wanted to show you guys this because I again I couldn't sit alone with it. I truly couldn't sit alone with it. I needed you to see it so I didn't have to see it myself and I, th- I think by you guys seeing it it helps me unsee it. so you're welcome and um, have fun with that and, and shove that shove that right into your nightmare fuel tank. <laughs> Let's go to a couple emails. If you guys want to email questions or comments or concerns, comedy at gmail.com. We'll get you there. Let's see what we have. Um, We have a whole bunch of stuff. Jesse May, stopping in to thank you for all your laughs that you share. The quality of the person you are in your own podcast is awesome. Always awesome when you and Uncle Joey Diaz are in the same room, ripping it apart. Cheers. Keep doing what you do all the way from canada a eh, a fan wes well thank you wes i haven't talked to diaz i'll have to give him a call I-, I haven't spoke to a handful of my friends since i've been gone so thank you for that reminder i'll give him a chit chat this week and see how he's doing Fucking, how you doing cocksucker how you doing beautiful let's see logan Hi, Jesse May. My name is Logan. I just want to say I love your stand-up and recently saw your set on Stand-Up on the Spot. It was absolutely hilarious and I wanted to thank you for the gift of laughter. Your skill enabled me to see comedy in difficult times and for that I am forever grateful. Well, thank you, Logan. Stand-Up on the Spot is my friend Jeremiah Watkins' show where it's basically improvised stand-up. It's one of my favorite shows to do because of that and really stretches your... Confidence on stage, first of all, being in an unknown territory without material, but also it's fun because the audience and you go on this journey together and they yell out suggestions and you just let your mind wander. And it's one of my favorite shows. Check it out if you're ever in Los Angeles or if you see it coming to your town. Uh, Let's see. Patrick says, I recently discovered you and I've been doing a deep dive into your work and podcasts. I'm recovering from stage four colon cancer and ja- gastric surgery currently in ICU. I just wanted to tell you, you've been a beautiful escape for me at this moment in time. Big laughs, big energy, big love. A big fan forever from Montreal, bless you. Oh, damn. I responded to this on Instagram and I wanted to read about, read that. It, it, life is so fast and sometimes, we don't have the we don't have the ability to see how we impact people and i think that's really an invaluable aspect of what i do i'm i'm not trying to make myself i'm not trying to martyr myself or make it sound like oh i'm healing people i love to hear that what i do helps people who are really struggling Because I think that's the one thing we all have in common is struggle. And I think what we've been taught and told about struggle has been not the most beneficial. I think struggle is the most important thing a person can go through because it can give you purpose and it can create a resilience in you that prepares you for inevitable struggles to come. That's not to say that I think it's great you're. in recovery in the ICU from gastric surgery and colon cancer. But people as a whole, I think have a hard time dealing with struggle because of how we're sort of taught to deal with it. And I hope you're finding some resilience within yourself. I hope you're learning about yourself in this difficult time. And the fact that what I do has helped you through what sounds like a really terrible and difficult time in your life the fact that what i do helps you during that it's indescribable it it makes me realize how much of what i do is a calling and how important it is and to keep going and so i thank you for sharing that and i hope your gut gets better and i hope your colon gets better i hope you have a happy colon soon and I hope that wasn't in, insensitive. <laughs> I really do. I, I'm sending your colon all sorts of love. Um, Okay, this is a little bit longer of an email, but I wanted to share it because it was interesting. And uh, I've tried to be mindful of people leaving their names and then at the end being like, and don't mention my name, so I'll read this through and see. She said, first and foremost, I have passed away, (laughs) which is just funny for people to say. I was just out watering my plants. An aforementioned sister-in-law called me and says, Liz, you have to listen. Have you listened to the latest episode? And Liz was like, yeah, yesterday. And she goes, okay, clearly you didn't finish it because she read your comment. So this girl left me a comment and I read it. And I think I made fun of her name. So she says, so here I am. One in a coffin because I love you so much and it's awesome to listen to you talk to me. Two, bitch, it's Liz Kid Alper. Ikea. I, oh, that's right. I said her name sounded like a piece of IKEA furniture, <laughs> which it totally does. Liz Kid Alper. I mean, it sounds like an Ektorp extension. Three, the most atheist, if not nihilistic, human you can imagine. We, of course, came from apes. That's my granddad. Grandfather Ape is what I called him. Four, I found you through Carly, and she is just my sweet little baby girl, obviously, treasured and cherished in every day of my goddamn life. Five, I've had you in my ear for over two months, straight and honestly. You molded my life in a way that I am sincerely grateful for. And like all the death stuff and everything is great, (laughs) but hear me out. I'm more so talking about the medicinal opinions you hold because I, too, microdose almost daily. Like, love my red wine. I'm an artist and hold the flow above all else. Uh, the flow is so sacred, only a handful of people understand the flow. But once you understand, nothing can touch you. It's all about that flow, bitch. Six, I'm starting a podcast and would blow in mind if you ever came on it and I would hand you my firstborn. I don't want your firstborn, who's now two and a half and covered in shit and old crackers. And he's yours now. No thank you. Uh she goes, I hope y'all have a beautiful life together. <laughs> Seven, I also have an internet friend that I really admire. Juniper F stone and during one of our chats I told him about you and they went on and listened and sent me an old email saying let me tell you word for word actually that podcast you shared has shaped my life I feel like it gave me extra permission to be me in a way I didn't know I needed so thank you Wow eight, you are my baby girl and I just love you and every single thing about you and I wish I could give you a big hug on your hard days and be a stand-in mother for you when you just need to be held and told everything is going to be okay amber and I always share time stance of beautiful moments and episodes where either your parents were still alive or a beautiful thought or breakthrough you've had since your journey has been nothing short of incredible courageous and brave the way you know yourself so deeply is exactly why I relate to you so much and just love you so much um, and she says I love you girl keep doing exactly what the fuck you're doing and I want to take your cute little Syracuse accent and bake it into some cookies and consume it your soul sister Elizabeth Reed kid Alpert <laughs> Thank you so much for that. There, <laughs> I honestly, um, you know, I, I love to try to find a couple of your messages and read them to you guys, just so you know that we do see them. I can't get to all of them, but things like this that are so thoughtful and uh, you guys just sharing how I've helped you or just the fact that listening to the podcast has helped you it really has evolved how I approach it. And one of the reasons why I moved over to another platform for on cloud 10, one of the reasons why we're investing in studio space and office space. I want to give you guys the best that I can and the best that I have. And to let you know that we're all on a similar plane, you know, this is, uh, this has been, A challenging few years for me and I've said it multiple times this podcast really has saved me in different ways and I appreciate all of your support I appreciate you guys sending me messages and and rating and reviewing the podcast all of that is so amazing and um, we're gonna have some guests coming up we're gonna be in a studio and it will continuously evolve and this week I'm gonna keep it short and sweet so I can Get some more rest and recoup and get everything back up and running over here in California. But I love you guys so much. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, email them at comedy at gmail.com and just have a kick ass week. Go out there and help change somebody's life and let those bitches know to move and get out the way.